Hello and welcome to Silence, a podcast where women get really honest about surviving and thriving in what often feels like a man's world. My guests are wonder women from the fields of science, technology, engineering and mathematics, or STEM, where inclusivity and diversity can be a real problem. I know this only too well as a female Southeast Asian mechanical engineer. I'm kind of a minority within a minority. I'm Dr. Shinny Somara, an engineer turned broadcaster. Throughout my career, I've worked on and reported on some cutting edge technology and innovation. And through my TV work, I've met some incredibly inspiring women from a diverse range of STEM fields. Talking to these exceptional ladies has often left me feeling empowered, hopeful, and excited about life. I believe silence will enrich you too. Every week, Woman in STEM shares her unique experiences with absolutely no pressure in having to promote her accomplishments or guard her impressive reputation. Because I've come to realise that everyone is just way more open and relaxed when they're anonymous. So I deliberately disguise my guest voices so that we're just connecting as human beings rather than human doings. It's my hope that you really relate to what we chat about today. If so, please do subscribe to Silence and maybe even rate and review the show. I'd love to have your feedback. This week, my guest is in the field of data fragmentation. Hi. Hi. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Right. How are you? How are you? Yeah, good. Um, I must admit, I don't know what data fragmentation means, so you're going to have to talk me through it. What sure. exactly is it that you do? Sure. Uh, so many, many people understand it in different ways, so my explanation can be different uh, so basically for us um, we are we are tech, tech software tech, tech uh, software and consulting company um, so um, we like I founded this company four and a half years ago and um, initially it was um, consulting so we were talking with different clients and we were trying to um, optimize their workflows but along the way we we discovered that the data they produce um, is uh, fragmented. So by fragmentation, I mean um, sometimes, like for example, you have a profile of a of a customer of, of a client, and you store part of of uh, of the data about him in different database or different pro- software, uh, and some other bit somewhere else. And most of the times. Um, you know, as company grows, uh, they don't get updated. They are not linked. So, so person doesn't know where to look for the, you know, the, the freshest, freshest, the newest data. So what we, um, what we are doing now with, with our clients uh, is basically helping them to, to link the previously unrelated um, like databases, which were structured, unstructured, um, and get a better business insight. So, uh, for example, we have a, uh, we work with with a client in um, Dubai, uh, which is a group of um, uh, hospitality, uh, like group of uh, hotels, and they have a big um, aqua park and 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 a hotel. And you would be surprised, but they're they have like completely different systems, so they they don't talk to each other, right? So so they don't know what their customer uh, is doing in Aquapark, so they don't know how to serve them better. And eventually it also um, adds up to uh, work for, for like basically staff, um, staff members. So um, it's, it's basically to help the uh, companies, but also the employees to be more effective. Right, I mean, how on earth did you get into something like that? I mean, how do you go from, what's been your journey okay. to get there? 
Okay. It was crazy, probably like <laughs> like most of your um, uh, guests. So I started. I'm not like technical. I I mean like I can code in HTML and I know how to you know tweak CSS and and uh, that kind of things. But I didn't get into like deeper into coding. Uh, I finished. Uh, I graduated in uh, business management. So you know it's a funny funny. Um, um, like a subject where you you can do everything and nothing after after <laughs> completing it. So yeah, so I started uh, my uh, career in marketing. Uh, then I moved into management consultancy, the the worst period of my life. You know, long hours and that kind of things. Which you know, entrepreneurial entrepreneurial you know life is. Similar in a way of like working long hours, but at least you work on something which you are passionate about. And sometimes in, in when you work for management consultancies, you are placed in projects which you do not want to be. So uh, so I moved from, uh, so I started with marketing, then I moved into banking, uh, but I was always passionate about uh, about technology. So I, I, I love the way what we can do with it and it's for me it's like the most democratic uh environment so everybody like if you are creative if you want to do something you can you can find the means to do it um and um how i end up doing this so four and a half years ago i said that's enough i don't want to work for 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 the client for my previous uh, uh, employer uh, anymore, and and since I was doing already consulting, I I just decided to jump uh, into this as as a business owner, as an entrepreneur. Gosh, I mean, didn't you find that transition going from corporate to freelance terrifying, especially as a woman? Yeah, yeah, in a way, <laughs> yes, it doesn't. Some, yeah, let's be honest, it doesn't help, uh, especially if, if you are young and uh, for some term, some for some uh, markets or industries like fintech, for example, uh, it's it's a disadvantage. Um, so yeah, I I had like many stories. I don't know if I should <laughs> share them here, but um, uh, it took me a while to. You know, to build my reputation, to 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 prove to to people and 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 you know, well-established uh, companies that uh, you know I can be, I, I am reliable, I can I can do a great job. Uh, but yes, it was it, it, they were like it was very very hard to start. Mm. And why did you decide that it was worth um, going freelance and facing those challenges? Like, were there sure. certain life style choices so life, you needed to make yeah 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 so lifestyle was one of the uh, one of the reasons i decided to jump but um jump into it but um probably the companies i worked for and the way they were um, managed helped me to to make faster decision because you know i'm i really don't like micromanaging and um, my bosses were exactly this so uh, they, it was just killing my creativity and I wanted to do much more and I wanted to do it on my terms in my time and 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 I just feel I just always felt like uh, I'm more productive uh, when I work in my you know in my uh, my time my schedule so uh, I couldn't get it there uh, I know that there are some companies I, I, I see many companies who are doing great job uh, in um, 
helping their employees to to progress to 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 build their careers but i just didn't uh, for some reason i just ended up in 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 the wrong uh, environment so i that that was just catalyst to to, to this mm. decision so was it purely professional that you made the jump or were there more personal reasons so yeah so that's that's also the case uh, with women in tech uh, so, as you know, <laughs> one of the problems we are still, um, as women, we still unfortunately facing uh, are facing uh, is um, the pay. Right? <laughs> we we are not uh, paid the the same as men in in many many situations, and that was more also my case because I was uh, I was working in this management consultancy. And uh, it was a like a, um, it was a graduate uh, scheme, graduate uh, level, and I was onboarded on the same project with a few of my male uh, colleagues, and we were doing exactly the same job. And uh, when it came to uh, you know pr- promotion, it was like an annual review. They got much more money, uh, so you know, and the. the Many many situations like this. Uh, there were many situations, and uh, it just felt like you know maybe it will be difficult, more difficult in 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 beginning, but at least I can choose, or at least I can have a feeling of more control over like who I want to work with, who I can work with, and and you know respect I I, I will be getting. Gosh, so that must have taken a lot of self belief to think. <sighs> You know what? I can do this by myself. People, I can command fees that I deserve rather than being underpaid in the corporate structure. Yeah, or maybe naive, like being naive. Uh, so, um, yes, so this this is one. And the second, maybe, like I'm... I'm I'm 31 years old now, and I'm starting to analyze <laughs> how how this 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 whole thing happened. And maybe um, that's also because um, I never had a father, mm-hmm. and he left us when I was when I was three months old. Um, so I don't remember him. <laughs> all I know, all all I saw of him was few pictures which my mom showed me. Uh, so you know, maybe this this is some kind of inner need of proving myself that I can be somebody like proving myself and to the world that, that I can be somebody look 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 at me uh, so like since I remember since, since people um, know me uh, you know I'm very uh, I hope I, I I can be seen like that like the person who is very um, ambitious and and mm. persistent and yeah, I'm just trying to apply this to, to business and do some good things. Gosh, so I can totally relate to that drive, that driving force um, yeah. of wanting to prove yourself and, and be yeah. something and make something of your life. Um, yeah. What have you had to teach yourself in order to realize that ambition? Oh, I make lots of mistakes. <laughs> I think everybody's journey is different. And, you know, I was trying initially, I was trying to go by the book and I wanted to, I wanted to fit in. So I wanted to, you know, I was reading lots of um, biographies and I was reading, I was watching uh, like interviews, podcasts, but everybody's story is different. And, and, 
yeah, and you just you just have to fail many, many times until you you figure it out. <laughs> so I I don't have any like advice to give. I it's just I know that if you want something, it will happen. It will just take much more time than you think, <laughs> than you hope, but it will happen. But how much? How many mistakes have you made in thirty-one years? I mean, you know, oh. for someone that started a business four and a half years ago, you haven't really. No, 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 no. Yeah, so no, no, this this business. But um, I started my first business when I was at uni. Uh, it was a total failure as well. Uh, so I was, um, yeah. So I started study. I started studying in uh, Poland, where I'm from, and then I moved to London to continue my university. And then I wanted to create something like a, a also already like tech, tech, tech software company, and like a platform, like a LinkedIn for PR and media. So I did all the mistakes I uh, like anyone can possibly do. So I hired, uh, you know, I was working full time job, and I was um, I hired some developers and uh, designers uh, from abroad because you know uh, London tech talent is uh, first of all very small and very uh, expensive. So um, I was hiring people from Brazil, Ukraine, and Poland. And because I couldn't, uh, I couldn't uh, like re- read the technical, like I couldn't test it and I couldn't read the, the code. So I didn't know if they were doing a good job. And I didn't have a uh, like technical co-founder uh, back then. Uh, so it was just, it was like a wrong circle. Like I, I kept it for two years. I kept spending money into this. I obviously like I was trying to find the co-founder, but the, the technical co-founder, but it's it's uh, rather tricky. Uh, so I don't recommend uh, like the the platforms where which where you match uh, with with uh, with different people. Um, and yeah, and it was just it was a like a learning curve. Learning like there were like lots of good lessons from it, but mm. at the time. I should have like closed it earlier, um, but yeah, that was one of like mistake. One of the mistake I I've done is just like I kept it for too long because it was my baby, <laughs> and mm-hmm. you can as lots of people call them their their businesses. So how did you not get demotivated by its failure? What kept you going? So yeah, so I did, <laughs> I did, and I went back to the corporate world. Ah. <laughs> also because I was out of money, um, but then then I I just couldn't I just couldn't take it. So I I as I told you before, I also for some reason the the company didn't like when this the vision they sold me on the interview was different from what I was doing in, eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so as soon as I I had like better um, understanding of what what the, their clients need as well. Uh, like I didn't go on to start the company like to be the like, direct competition to the company I was working for, but I understood how the business works and how how the problems with the data um, are present everywhere. Mm. Gosh, I must admit I really admire your courage because. Um, going into technology is scary. I mean, technology itself can be extremely intimidating, but it doesn't seem to have intimidated you. 
Um, it does because I'm not so technical, right? So um, I I love to learn about new tech. I, I love to learn about actually the the like the human side of it, right? Like how it can affect um, our creativity or our health. Um, but I yes, like I'm missing the part where where I could um, you know the technical background. So um, I wasn't so fortunate that um, to, to, you know, to learn how to code. I know I can still do it. I just, you know, I just prefer to be, you know, to excel in different fields. But like, I think, you know, for new generation, for, for the children, uh, like um, our children, <laughs> I don't have any children yet, but I, when I will, um, I want them to learn how to code or at least to understand how the tech, um, like the like the deep understanding of how technology works, um, because like, mm. this is like technology is everywhere now, in any in, yeah. in any any business, and not it. Yeah, I mean, in in some schools, uh, coding is actually uh, compulsory because it's as important as learning a language yes um it's considered to be yeah so yeah so, so the problem for for me was when i was when i was in primary school we didn't have this option like the guys like so so i already faced the division between like you know uh girls going into like more human uh, or like biology or chemistry or like linguistic uh, fields and and guys like boys were going into mathematics physics so they had their ways like they, they had their door open uh, to you know to to study um science like technology in uh, yeah. at university so so yeah so i never even thought i didn't have a role model so i never even even thought about going uh, and study uh, tech yeah, that was actually going to be one of my questions is like, who were your role models? I mean, where did you get this belief that you could excel in a subject that wasn't something you studied? Sure. So I, as such, I don't have any like a role model, like one role model. I love I love people who are daring. So I love like Richard Branson, but everybody will probably mention that. But I like also um, like people I know because I know how hard it was for them to 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 do you know to to arrive where they are now. So I don't know if you've heard if you know uh, Roxanne Varza is, for example, one of my like person I look up to, uh, she's now um, the director of Station F. Um, it's like a biggest, the biggest uh, startup campus um, in uh, France, in Paris. And 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 the the journey she she uh, she went through is is incredible. And and now she's you know she's managing huge huge projects and and helping now thousands of, of startups to to excel uh, so she's one of the the person i really really like and admire and um, and also um adriana gascoigne who is uh, the founder of um, the organization i i volunteer for um and she, uh, girls in tech so she started it 11 years ago 
um, in San Francisco because it was much, you know, now you have many more organizations helping, uh, like supporting women in, in STEM fields. But at the time, it was not so easy to find other girls or women um, who are also uh, working in tech. So she felt like she needs to do something about it. And and now it's a huge organization. It's uh, It has like 65 chapters around the world. So I manage the London chapter and we try to, you know, replicate. We try to do uh, great things for, for other women mm. because we have to support each other. Yeah, I mean, do you think these organizations to encourage girls into tech are effective? <laughs> Some of them, yeah, it it depends. Yes, it all depends. So for us, we don't want to, like, the the, already the title is causing a bit of a problem because at some, uh, on one side, it's, on one hand, it's helping other, like, women to, to spot like okay this is this is organization this is a um, place community for for me i i'm interested in tech i i can join but at the same time it scares off uh, guys and this is what like big part of our um uh like the things we do and and promote is that we want guys we want men to to help and advocate for other women because we you know we we cannot alienate ourselves we cannot uh, like silo the the communities because you know we work together and and there are many many role mod- models men men like male role models which mm. are great um, and yeah towards women because I think role models can be male as well as female um, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it really it's about sort of assertiveness and self belief that um, we need guidance with yeah. um, have you always been yeah very confident and kind of self-assured or has that been a process as well uh let's say so so i remember when so i was like very very uh, i don't know like five or six years old and uh, and i was it was like a singing competition in when so yeah it was it was primary school so i was i was supposed to sing with my friend um, in front of our, of the whole school, and on like we were preparing, we were getting excited. You know that the you could win. I don't know, like some pencils or something, something very stupid, but for yeah. kids, it's, it's you know so very exciting. So yeah, big deal. Yeah, it's it's because you get diploma and you can show to to others. So I was like uh, meeting with with her, with this friend, and we were practicing and. On the day of the on the on the, of the contest, her mom comes to me and she says like, "Oh, um, I don't know, I forgot her name, but like uh, Selena uh, is sick and she she's not going to sing with you." And that was the the moment like I had to make a choice, right? And I chose mm. not to uh, perform, and I I was I regretted it. I it still I still remember, and I still feel like. Damn, and the person who won, they were not even good. So, <laughs> so it was just like, oh, I cannot do it. Like, I have to, I have to try at least. Mm. And what did the, that teach you? Yeah, like, like you have to, like, even if you are scared, you have to try 
new things you have to mm. you know speak, like for example with with now with business development uh like i i i mainly um focus myself on business development for, for our business and i have to reach out to you know much more like mature and and respected and and time like very busy um uh, individuals and i just I just go for it because I know that if I don't, first of all, our business will die <laughs> out of cash flow. And um, yeah, it's just great when some, you know, something happens out of it. So it, it, it's scary, but, but the, you know, the, the returns are immense. You seem to be a very um, sort of ballsy woman, to be honest, like, <laughs> and you know, being so young and everything, how have you coped with dealing with probably some unconscious bias um, from men in the workplace? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, well, so first of all, I'm not young, I feel old. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I always compare myself to to um, people my age or earlier, like even younger. And And I see so many examples who are um like achieved who have achieved much more but anyway go going back to your question uh hmm so it's a it's a tricky question so i experienced many times uh you know not many times like few times like very uh ugly sexual harassment type of situations and at some like on one hand you have to ignore it if if it's not like directly um like a big like a danger to mm. you like you should just i guess ignore it um but on the other hand um like you have to you have to like you know speak with other women and and try to uh like join that kind of organizations like ours like like girls in tech uh, who can you know speak up and and prevent that kind of things from happening although yeah it's it's just it's just difficult so i lost lots of time on situations which didn't lead to any like you know business deal um because you know the guy was uh thinking different terms than i i was mm, but what can you do with it uh, I don't know it's like if you if you know the the way to to avoid it or to um yeah like do something about it just let me know yeah and I mean you know often often you're right it is just better to not speak up um and speaking up can make you unpopular and you know we're all just striving to fit in aren't we generally and so it can be really difficult. Um, yeah. yeah. But at the same time, I think the more we speak up, the more it gives permission for other women to speak up. But, you know, so have you always been in environments where um, you do have women to speak to? No, no. So that's like fairly new thing. It's um, four, four and a half years, like more or less like when I started this company. Um, before that, I was I was on my own. I was like I majority of my friends are men, so in a way, uh, like I 
I feel comfortable uh, around them and you know I I I think I learned how to deal with them in on the on the business level as well on, on like um, with men but um it it can get yeah. tricky <laughs> because sometimes like you want to be it, it's just like a you know it can be just smile and you know the person can take it yeah, um, totally. the wrong way um yeah. yeah so it's yeah like at the same time i don't want to you know pretend to be someone who i'm not because i'm very open i'm you know i'm smiling i'm i'm making jo- i make jokes with with uh, everyone <laughs> obviously when it's appropriate uh so i try to connect on like deeper level yeah but there are some people who take it the wrong way yeah i think <laughs> it's for me it's definitely been um a journey in learning how to deal with the dynamic between men and women and i think what i've faced is yeah. that um when you're in an industry where there aren't many women you don't quite know how to carry yourself because yeah. you know you end up sticking yeah. out like a sore thumb um but it's really taught me like how to have boundaries um you know and Mm -hmm. I think it's been a worthwhile Mm -hmm. learning curve to really learn how to deal with men but what I find interesting about working with men is that um often Mm -hmm. they're probably a little bit more scared of us than we are of them yeah what's been your experience with that yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah true yeah it's just um, there are many more of it's many more of them so <laughs> they they can run to their friend <laughs> no but yeah you're you're right um but yeah like we have to you know fight for for our rights and we have to create like an envir- a safe environment where we can um raise our concerns and do not be like not being like uh, looked um the wrong way or just you know treat it fairly yeah i mean all these organizations that you know exist to support women in tech like are they um do they actually what's their remit i mean are they there to support women or i mean what do you think they're achieving Mm mm-hmm Okay, so um, so first of all, it's it's great to to find other people like you who are facing the same problems as as you. Because, for example, in entrepreneurial, uh, like when you are an entrepreneur, right? So you don't know if <laughs> if you are doing the right thing, if uh, if you know there is no such no such thing as a um overnight success and media is kind of uh, portraying it differently right, than than the reality is so you just want to find the person who can tell you okay it, it's it's okay like keep on uh, keep on going if it's you know if it's the right idea not like a uber for <laughs> dog sitting or something uh anyway so so it's in in this context, um, Girls in Tech and other organizations like ours um, is is beneficial because you can find other um, women and men who are working in tech who are uh, like facing the same problems. Um, but yes, it's as I mentioned before, it's like very very important not to uh, create division between mm. we are men, we we you know demand more money. 
better rights uh, because it's not war. Like we have to, we have to collaborate. We work, we have to work with each other. Mm. So it's more about smoothing over the differences rather than um, creating a group where women can fight for more. Yeah, no, no, definitely. Like I wouldn't like to be that kind of organization, like, like uh, represent the kind of um, movement as well, because it, it doesn't lead to anything. Yeah, I mean, there definitely seems to be um, a softening um, between men and women's role in society, because I think in previous generations, men had to fill certain duties and same with women and they were very separate. Whereas those duties seem to be merging. Do you see that? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, like new tech or like internet uh, uh, helps a lot because, you know, remote working um, can help in parenting, right? So you can, you can divide your, you know, mm-hmm. you, someone can stay at, at home wor- working while working and looking after the child. Um, and, and likewise, as you said, like before men were um, required or <laughs> they had to provide for for the family but but, yeah expected exactly but some of them uh maybe wanted to stay with kids uh, longer right so now it's it's happening i know like in sweden sweden and norway like you know the um countries uh like that um is it's very okay for for a father to to stay at home with a kid um and i think it's also like you know in terms of like uh, um, days off it's it's much more equal than in other countries yeah i must say um you're not the first person to have mentioned that technology is really helping people to get more of what they want i think technology is allowing a fluidity yeah in business yeah um so you know it's really exciting from that point of view because i guess as an engineer myself i look more at the technology and what it does whereas i've never really thought of technology as empowering people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah so like Look at the so many examples of like single mothers who started their own like small business. I don't know, selling like creating like a Shopify um, uh, e-commerce business, and mm. they sell I don't know like children's clothes or jewelry or you know some kind of products which which uh, they can create or they can um import and they are doing like there are so many examples which uh, of 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 women who are or and men <laughs> who are doing great uh so it's much and and all this nomad community mm. um so many people working from around the world and and it's possible like you can work from london office so you can go to i don't know somewhere where there is internet and 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 be remote but still be connected to to your mm. colleagues so are you hoping that the corporate world will die out or do you still need it to survive yourself in your business um so we are quite lucky in terms of um like our clients like the the clients we work with are um already very um remote not rem- remote they have the offices and we have to meet them but 
most of the things are okay to um, handle over internet, so over like Slack or any kind of other means, because it's much much easier to to um, manage those kind of things, right? So, uh, yeah. So I know when I was still so almost yeah for for five months ago, so sorry five years ago, uh, when I was working for this company management consultancy. Um, it was only being by, by introduced by the UK government to um, encourage um, the employees to take some to to work remotely to to work uh, from home at least once uh, a week. So I know that it's changing and companies are like more and more okay with it. But it, yeah, it's just it's just the question and, and the balance of of trusting mm. the employee uh to yeah. to do their work at home because some some people prefer to work uh in the office like they they need to feel uh you know the presence of of their colleagues and and they just you know some some jobs like for example design uh it's much easier uh, for pe- for people to work when they are in the same room yeah it's it's always so much easier to trust an employee uh, with remote working and flexible hours when you know that the employee loves what they do. Yeah, correct. I, I agree. And I think with technology and with people like you who mm-hmm. were not trained in what you do, but you actually found it because you had a genuine curiosity and interest in it. Yeah. Like I would trust you uh, to work <laughs> remotely and with flexible hours because I get the impression you really want to do what you're doing with your career. Yeah, definitely. Um, and it's it's like you have so many examples of, um, you know, uh, software engineers who are like generally sharing their um, insights over GitHub or like lots of, lots of examples where companies are actively seeking that kind of people who, you know, that they, they have the leverage to... Um, bring to the table that you know their knowledge and at the same time like it doesn't matter where they perform their work from so mm. um it's all about you know your skills and your um unique <laughs> unique view on 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 challenges uh, which uh, company is facing mm. so when you made the switch from a corporate lifestyle to one of an entrepreneur were you thinking about children and family and all those kinds of aspects of being a woman yeah 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 yeah. so um so one one thing was the pay like um when I was um moving into um being my own boss it it was like I want to be able to choose the the rates and and uh, projects I want to work for and at the same time obviously it came with the time uh flexibility so um, I didn't feel like when I was working in corporate and I saw my friends as well, uh, many of my friends also still work in corporate. I just felt like it's, it's uh, in a way, miserable life because you, you wake up early, you go to sleep, you go to work, you come back, you go to sleep and you just keep on like mm. repeat the, the thing and you just wait for the yeah. week. And I just 
I couldn't my, like couldn't imagine myself like building a family and and spending time with with my family and friends for example uh, like in in my country right so now I can do it I can work I can fly I can work there um the same way I work here and still spend time with my mom and mm. and my friends so when I was working for somebody else for for corporate uh, for in the corporate environment it was much more difficult because yeah you know there it's it's a huge hugely complex machine and it's it's very difficult to get out of the meetings which are put into your calendar uh, and most of them are i find pointless <laughs> yeah i mean i must admit um well most people are in the corporate structure aren't they um yeah. and I think there are pluses and minuses to both yeah, I mean definitely, definitely. I certainly have experienced both and what I feel is that whilst on the one hand you have a lot of freedom as an entrepreneur yeah. it's also yeah. um very unstable and insecure really? yes correct yeah it's it's and i've been i i had many ups and downs and and i was questioning questioning why why am i doing it why am i not create like you know progressing with my career and and building my credit score uh and yeah and and definitely when you work in a company especially like well established um reputable company um you are on bandwagon you can like when you talk about what you do you talk about like we like we as a company so so you stick uh, stick the name of the company to yourself like to your cv to your profile while when you are an entrepreneur you you are like the blank card uh, was name carta blanca or oh, i forgot the latin word <laughs> and and you have to you have to create your um reputation your profile your brand uh, so mm. so it's it's it takes much more uh to to get where you could be um with your you know while working in a corporation right so you you can when you are working in a corporate uh, like in in a company right in in general uh you can be put in a deep water straight away like in a big project but you are only like a small small puzzle into this where while mm. when you are working uh for yourself or creating like a company um then you have much more um things to juggle and and uh, control uh which is fun but sometimes as you as you um, mentioned uh is also scary because when the client doesn't pay <laughs> it means it can mean that the end of, to your entrepreneurial journey yeah but it sounds like you've felt like it's been worth it is that right yeah i'm at the point where i'm like very comfortable and and i uh, i learned sometimes through mistakes but it was it, they were funny mistakes i learned my my worth and um, and i i i can comfortably say that i'm i love it <laughs> now i love it but there were times where i hated it mm. so what's your plan then going forward um you know mm-hmm. what are your what are you striving for next okay Whew. so big stuff 
So, um, so with my company, um, we are, as I told you, like we are creating, um, we, we've been doing like a consulting and we were doing like custom projects, but now we are building this, this, um, yeah, you, 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 you cannot call it like one fit all, but uh, like a product where we will be selling on a much bigger scale and much easier than we are doing mm. now. Um, so that's from the that's from the professional yeah. life, uh, from the private life, from from private life. Like in two years' time, I hope I will start to you know uh, building my <laughs> Camila Junior <laughs> project, and and uh, yeah, and then uh, I want a dog and a cat, and <laughs> you know the things that other people want as well. <laughs> How does that work? Because I think you know we have many of us have similar dreams you know we want the career we want the family we want it to all work out like how have you found planning for that because life doesn't always go according to plan oh no yeah yeah I felt like by 30 I will be already like well established well like huge uh, hugely famous not maybe hugely but uh, like at least uh, like much more influential than I feel I am um and it didn't happen <laughs> i'm still working for it um but it's um i i like it like i learned to to be more patient uh and and i think like i'm in the right place because now as i told you before i whenever i want to see my mom like you know as i told you like we we like i don't have a father and my mom never married so she's alone like i don't have any other siblings um and i just want to you know i i'm here i'm in london she's there so i just want to spend more time with her and i want to show her the world as well so i can do it now and i i couldn't when i was working for mm. the company um and yeah and it's just it just feels more yeah. free i i love working i love being involved in with many projects um and it's just the the greatness of of being able to choose what i work mm. uh, at so then in terms of you know the family the junior all of those things like are those wheels in motion <laughs> like do you because I think a lot of career women do actually struggle to meet the right partner because we are so alpha female and it can be pretty intimidating, guys. How have you found that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I found that. I think I found that. I, I will ask I will ask you later. <laughs> but no. Um yeah, we, we are really good and actually we work together. So that's fun. <laughs> that's fun. <laughs> that's very funny. Um no, he's he's the technical. So in a way it's it it's it's a cr- great coincidence because he's uh he's by background he's a software engineer, so he's now yeah, ah. he's now taking care of all the technical bits and and managing the whole uh, tech like dev dev team, um, and I can trust him. <laughs> so I tell him if yeah. he doesn't do it, no sex. <laughs> no, no, joking. Ah, okay. <laughs> no, joking, joking. No, he he's 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 great, and and we talk about it many times. Like I drive him crazy, crazy because he's much more. Um, calm and and patient as me um and i want things to be like to for yesterday (laughs) to be done by yesterday um he he is great because 
uh, he compliments me and he understands me and I can uh, I can like he can relate to to the projects I, I uh, projects sorry pro uh, problems I I face and I go through and uh, he's always so supportive so I'm like this bit I like is awesome <laughs> yeah it's so important to have a good strong support yeah. system yes yeah um did you have that support system uh before or after you left the corporate world uh from you mean from from other guy from from uh from my love life or from anybody from friends or um well okay so have you always had support or have there been times in your career where you've been doing all of this completely alone mm, so tough tough stuff because... and I'm not just I'm not yeah. just talking like maybe financially, but I'm also talking like emotionally. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, hmm. so, so for example, my mom <laughs> has been always supportive and, and she she always like uh <laughs> whatever I I've done, I did, uh she was very, very caring and she was always like supportive. But at the same time, she is from different generation, and she's 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 complete opposite of me. So she's risk averse, and she worked one job in the whole like for her whole life. Uh, so for some some things she didn't understand me, and uh, obviously I, I couldn't get her advice. Um, mm. But I I was I I think I can say I I was pretty lucky because I was all not always but like for a long long time i've been thinking to start something so uh, even like already when i was at uni so i was already um attending you know events and trying to reach out to people who were already like much further in their entrepreneurial journey so i had some kind of mentors um but there were times where i was feeling alone because when you when you build like when you work on something like no one believes in it as much as you mm -hmm. are so yes like entrepreneurship is it's a very lonely journey in the end yeah that's true I didn't think of that actually like you know being an entrepreneur requires an incredible amount of self-belief yeah. um where has that come from for you mm. um hmm. <laughs> maybe because i just feel i would be a very shitty employee <laughs> so i wouldn't survive if i didn't if i didn't start my company right uh, it's kind of like there's no think, other option you would already no try really, really really i think so and also what i told you before like it maybe like i don't know maybe i would have to go to some psychologist uh, to understand the deep, the inner need and and drives, but I think it can be related to not having a father and and like you know learning the whole system because I I never had for example uh, like male and female uh, model at my home so I had to go through all the mistakes <laughs> girls do. Um, but in the end, I, I, I've made it. <laughs> no, you cannot say it, but yeah, but yeah, like for now, I'm very happy. Yeah. Um, you know what, what future brings, but it's, it's, it's great. Do you think it is possible for women to have it all? 
no <laughs> no i think there are there are always sacrifices like you have to choose and and it's okay it's okay not to have it all um but you have to understand what's like what's really really important mm -hmm. for you um so at some at the point where you will uh, you know decide to have a child and and focus yourself on on family then obviously your career will uh, hurt mm -hmm. a bit <laughs> um so it, it's it's okay yeah it's I mean I must say out of all the women that I have interviewed um you're setting yourself mm -hmm. up to have it all because you know to branch off and build a business at this stage in your life and then you know given maybe a few more years you'll then be able to have children I mean the timeline of your choices is really great um towards achieving having it all um so i'm surprised that you don't think it's possible yeah okay in a way <laughs> so so my, my plan is so when i when i decide to have children uh so right. my partner will take over <laughs> and while i'll be at home for some time um i'll be you know raising the children and then we will switch uh so yeah but i don't think like life uh, life works that way and I guess I will have to choose between uh, some things. But um, at this moment, I'm happy with doing what I'm doing, uh, what life brings. I don't know. <laughs> mm. So I guess when I asked the question, do you think it's possible for uh, women to have it all? You were answering as an individual. Yeah. As in you doing everything. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. 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 I don't know. Do you know anyone who who has who has it all? But like real, 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 really have it, has it all? Because you know, it's one thing to see, you know, profile of of well achieved uh, people uh, in media and then talking with them. Most of the times, you can find out there are some cracks. Yeah. Well, it's actually a deeply fascinating question because um, I've never believed that a woman can have it all without assistance. So, I mean, to make a baby yeah. requires a man. Yeah. Um, exactly. <laughs> but I mean, technology is such that we don't even need that these days. I mean, if you're willing to have a child on your own and go to a sperm bank, you could actually raise a child on your own. So it's really interesting that you answer the question as speaking from an individual standpoint, because, yeah, in that mm -hmm. sense, yeah, it's absolutely not possible to have it all by yourself but um yeah. it kind of suggests that you do put pressure on yourself to really try and do as much as you can on your own and I think that's very typical yeah. of women in technology yeah unfortunately <laughs> and my partner sometimes hates me for this because I, I even um but I think it's just my like something which I uh, took over from my mom. Like she, she always right. wanted to um, help me, and um, I didn't want that help, so I wanted to do everything on my own. Um, so yeah, unfortunately, I, I sometimes do the same mistake um, with him. But yeah, tricky. Well, <laughs> I, I mean. I'm absolutely in admiration of you because you sound like a very tenacious woman who is willing to take on so much um, in order to achieve success. And so I wouldn't ever consider, you know, your strength of character to be 
negative in any way. Um, if anything, uh, I hope that you do give yourself time to sort of look at everything you've achieved and sort of congratulate yourself and have some uh, appreciation for what you have accomplished so far. Thank you. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm still learning to do that, uh, but I'm very, very uh, yeah, critical towards myself, but it, it's bad and lots of women do that. And I, I know that mm, and my partner is, <laughs> you know, he's, he's always uh, reminding me that I'm awesome and, and I should be, you know, I should be grateful and I should be uh, like feeling happy, but for some reason, I you know I always I have this <laughs> I, I can't get no satisfaction <laughs> only in in a world work life. <laughs> well, I must say that uh, he's lucky to have met you because you sound like an absolutely incredible woman. Thank you so much for your words of inspiration and wisdom. I don't think you're even aware um, of just how much uh, your words are loaded with a lot of lessons and um, uh, experience that we can all gain from. So thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much, Shini. That's it from my STEM guest this week. Wow, what an incredibly tenacious woman who, for someone so young, just 31 years old, really has a level of self-acceptance and self-respect and self-belief that I think a lot of us spend a lifetime trying to accumulate. I've been thoroughly inspired this week with my guest. I hope you have too. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to rate and review the show and catch you next week on Silence. <laughs>